Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson, brought to you by Surefire Local. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefirelocal.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that allows you to spend some time reflecting, thinking, taking some inventory of how to take your business to the next level. In the course of the next 15-20 minutes, I'm going to share, I think, some insights on a subject that's probably one of the more important ones if, in fact, you want to have success in this marketplace, and that is a world-class client experience. I think we all know sort of that that sounds and resonates very positively, but as you think about it, can you quantify, do you have the ways, do you have the techniques to have a world-class client experience? I would argue 80% of your success is more of a science, it's more of a formula than it is an art. So you can actually control that experience if, in fact, you know how to do it. So before I dive into the subject, I want to just reiterate the importance of think of this if, in fact, you want to take your business to the next level. One of the issues is thinking about the lifetime value of your client. A good friend of mine, California, leads a very large remodeling organization, actually mapped out the lifetime value of some of his clients. And he actually took the value of a client that did a $20,000 project, then mapped it out in terms of the number of referrals, the referrals to the referrals, the additional projects, the additional work that that client did over a five-year period of time after that. The value of that client, like almost a family tree, went from about $20,000 as the initial relationship developed to three dollars to $400,000 over the course of a five-year period. Now, needless to say, that's not always going to be the case, but when you do realize that that one client, if in fact they have a world-class experience and if in fact you do the right things, you can really, I think, see the, that level of returns. Another interesting thing that is out there is a dynamic that I had Google actually speak at a Harvard event last year and one of the things that John shared was that online reviews today from a client perspective based on their surveys have more value, more value in terms of clients making decisions than personal referrals. You know, the remodeling business has been a business that has been driven in large part by relationships and personal referrals. So today more than ever, it's so easy for someone to do something online, and usually that's going to come as a result of their client experience. So making sure that you have a world-class experience time and time again not only has a positive side, but it also potentially avoids the negative side. Another interesting thing out there when it comes to the client experience, Kohler actually shared some research and insights that they did, and they talked that homeowners today, more than 50% consider themselves germaphobes. So as you really think about that subject, you know, it's not so much about judging the homeowners whether they are or not, but what it is telling us is that that experience in the construction project really does matter. 
Also, the level of transparency today. You know, your clients know more about, I think, the products, certainly, than many of you do. They know more about the cost, but even they know more about you and the organization than they have in the past. So making sure, I think, that they have that experience, so in fact, that level of transparency, I think, is, is part of it. Another little interesting little tidbit that was presented last year at the Extreme Sales Summit, again, by one of the leading experts, you know, oftentimes we think, okay, because the access of materials and choices that homeowners are out there doing more things themselves. But what was interesting in this presentation is when the homeowner actually dives into the project and realizes the difficulty and the challenges, about a third of the folks that said they were going to do it themselves actually turned and then worked with a professional to do the project for them. So as you think about, I think, this subject, again, even more, the more you focus on the experience, the more you focused on creating the value of what the client's going to get in working with you, the, the more important uh, that the client's going to experience that. Another element, I think, when it comes to some of these insights is the subject of time. You know, time today is not on your side. Matter of fact, many homeowners are making their decisions more based on speed and time. They're putting a lot more value in their time, but also the time with the experience. You can see this in other aspects of your life, whether it's in food services or hotel experience or, you know, ordering something online and getting it more quickly, paying a little bit of maybe a premium sometimes for deliveries. But time does matter when it comes to, I think, your decisions. So what I want to do is just share, you know, some insights on ways that you can create a world-class client experience. You know, I'd look at this almost like a checklist. You know, how do you, how does your team measure up when it comes to these things? Because it's if, in fact, you score very high, the likelihood that you're going to see really good returns moving forward is much greater. So the first one I want to touch on is that you have to have the right mindset within the culture of your organization for a client experience. Are you more client-centric? versus project focused? Do you look at it more as a house that you're renovating or the client's home? Is it more of a construction site or more the family dynamic in terms of the place that they live? You know, do you consider yourself more of a technical remodeler and designer or more of an advisor and therapist? As you think about those different elements, on the one hand, of course you're a remodeler, of course it's a construction site, of course you're, it's a house that you're actually doing work to. However, the right mindset is one that really takes into account all the other elements I just highlighted, home, client-centric, uh, therapist, advisor. Those are all about the people, not necessarily about the project. The second thing, and this sort of goes without saying, but you need to have a quality product. 
And again, I apologize. It sounds a little bit patronizing to put that into the formula. But if you think about going to a restaurant, you can have an amazing experience in terms of the hostess as well as in terms of the server. You can, they can do it very efficiently and on time. But if that bread, for example, that's supposed to be warm is cold, or something is a little bit stale or a little bit too spicy or a little bit too salty, the quality of the product does matter. So you have to make sure that, yes, in fact, that's sort of a given and you have to have a quality product. The next one, I think, is listening. Now, listening is a muscle, I think, and a skill just like everything else. You know, do you train your people and do you focus on how to have better listening skills? The reality is all clients are not created equal. So you have to listen to those dissident voices of the client, of those concerns, if in fact you want to have a better experience. The next one on my list was owning the communication. Now, nine times out of ten, if there is a miscue when it comes to a client experience, it really wraps around a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding oftentimes is a miscommunication. I can't count the number of times I've heard from project managers, designers, salespeople, even owners, you know, the client told the client this and they didn't understand. My general response that I like to turn around is whose fault was that? If a client doesn't understand something, that's your fault, not theirs. So I think if you have a culture and an organization that's wrapped around owning all of your communication, the likelihood of success is much greater. Another quality and skill for a client experience is having empathy. You know, empathy is sort of living in the client's shoes, not just yours. High degrees of empathy have a lot to do with emotional intelligence that better organizations have, but you can actually develop, I think, this. You can make it more top of mind when it comes to the client experience. Another element, and it wraps into the subject I brought up earlier about, you know, time is not on your side. It's important to always be on time always communicate the time and meet that time and be on time. Now, again, I know that sounds a little condescending, but if you really think about it, and I've seen this in remodeling sales, of five remodeling salespeople that come out to homeowners' homes, as I've done some surveys, I've found that generally about two out of five are not on time. Matter of fact, the better companies actually track being on time, and there are many remodeling folks out there, remodeling salespeople, one company in particular, they were running about 22% of the time the remodeling salesperson was not on time. So you've got to be on time. You've got to make it a priority, as simple as it is, to be on time. So how do you go about doing that? If you have a client meeting, for example, that's supposed to start at 9 o'clock and you know there could be an issue with some traffic, try to get to the neighborhood 15 minutes early. Drive around. Take a look at the other houses in the neighborhood. Take a look at, you know, different kind of thing. Gain some knowledge. Maybe uh, take care of a couple of quick messages that you have to send out while you're waiting. But you want to be on time. You want to arrive to the house one to two minutes early, sit back, reflect on the house, but be on time. Now, on time, by the way, is also not being 20 minutes early. 
Today, more than ever, 20 minutes early is actually almost as annoying as being 10 minutes late. So you've got to really focus on you and your people being on time. Another element, I think, in terms of world-class experience is you've got to focus on controlling the client, not just controlling the project. You know, are you masterful at setting the agenda? Are you masterful at being the tour guide? That's really why they've retained you to be the expert and control the process, not necessarily them controlling you. Now, the natural thing, because it is their home, they have obviously a lot of passion for them to want to control it. However, the better remodeling organizations and better remodeling folks control the process. Planning. You know, we've all heard the adage before, if you fail to plan, then plan to fail. You know, if you really think about that, you put a lot of energy in terms of this remodeling project, but you've got to plan every single day yourself and plan what you're doing and certainly communicate that. If, in fact, you can have a better plan, the likelihood that you're going to be on the course is going to be so much greater. Exceed expectations. If you really sort of sit back and reflect, you know, where is it that the world-class client experience doesn't happen? It's oftentimes when the expectation is not necessarily met. So if you can make a commitment to always exceeding the expectations, then the likelihood that you're going to have a world-class experience is going to be greater. Now, exceeding the expectations all starts with setting the right expectation. I know a very good remodeling organization that always adds in a little bit of extra time and really sticks to their guns on that so that they don't ever, ever disappoint the client in terms of the expectation. The expectation based on time, the expectation based on quality, expectation based on cost. If you can commit to always exceeding the expectation, not only is it going to be much easier for you, but that client is going to look at you very, very differently. Another one which is simple and something you want to do, certainly in your life or for your clients, is always keep the promises. So I'm a big believer that a good remodeler, if they want to have a world-class experience, you make promises. You make little promises that then lead into bigger promises, but then you always keep your promises. If you can always keep your promises, it certainly will help you to get there in terms of this client experience. Another element, I think, in terms of a world-class experience is the whole focus of not becoming strangers with your past clients. The best of the best remodelers, the best of the best project managers, salespeople, they stay connected to their past clients. If you really think about it, when a client is doing a remodeling project with you, you know, it is in many ways, as much as you like to think of them as a client, it really is a transaction. And if you don't stay connected to them, it's no guarantee that you're going to come back again. Matter of fact, if you look at the percentages of the times the client come back, comes back to the same remodeler again, it's actually shockingly low. You know, many have actually studied these particular numbers, and it, it can be as low as 20 or 30% of the time that they actually come back and work with you again. The best way to avoid that, create the client for life, to see the lifetime value, as I talked about earlier, is to stay connected. And this is a very simple process. All you need to stay connected with making sort of a list of those clients, those past clients, and start to call them. 
have regular points. You can connect through newsletters. You can connect in so many different ways. But don't forget about the high touch way that you keep in touch. That leads really to the next one, and that's balancing the high tech and high touch. As I said earlier, all your clients are not the same. Some prefer much more of high-tech methods in terms of ways to communicate today. You know, the level of technologies today is so different than was in the past. So you need to be respectful, I think, to the client experience and stay really current. You know, many years ago, I used to say the technology will revolutionize this industry, and now I say it has revolutionized it. And are you staying as current as you can in terms of the technologies, both in terms of your knowledge as a ways, as, as well as the client experience itself? So I want to close with some simple sort of themes here. You know, success at the end of the day is a verb, not a noun. It's really the actions that you take. And I think if you can focus on understanding why this client experience is so important, make a list for yourself. You can focus on mastering the client, not just the project. You can realize that time, every hour matters when it comes to the client experience. And you can focus on how they go about doing the project, not just the what. You're going to see tremendous results. So I want to thank everybody for listening to today's podcast, and I will speak to you soon. Take care. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Local. For more podcasts, visit surefirelocal.com forward slash podcast.